0: and I are here to welcome you back. be back Mm. that was the meat i still had it set for the temperature to pull it out of the smoker Mm. and it's hit that temperature but now i just need it to freaking pick the fuck up and get to 205 degrees yeah i mean i can tear it up early but it's twice as hard to tear up when it's not cooked all the way i mean it's already cooked it's just you have to get it up to 205 to get the connective tissue to break down. Break and down.
1: Get all tender and juicy. Mm-hmm. Numbers,
0: mm. Yes. <laughs> what a great word. Hey, who's. Uh, who's who, were we on yours? I think, I think so.
1: we're on mine number f- five or five for the regular people. Fife. Fife. This was a song that came out in 1993. Three. And oddly enough, like the biggest sales were in France at 250,000. Um, the earliest incantation of this band, which is formed by Kim Deal and Tanya Donnelly, uh, the this band was a side project because these two ladies were in a band respectively called the Pixies and Throwing Muses. Um, Kim got her twin sister, Kelly, to join in on vocals and guitar on this song. So 1993, the band is The Breeders, and the name of the song is Cannonball. from Dayton Ohio Dayton yeah yeah and, uh Kim the uh lead singer and bassist um yeah kind of a kind of a cool lady there married for a while got divorced like I say her twin sister was on the on the album too so yep yeah, just always liked that song hmm. I like the uh sounds like it's going through a small megaphone stuff there and all right that's all i gotta say about that
0: all right four non-blondes and uh four non-blondes was uh comprised of vocalist linda perry bassist krista hillhouse guitarist shauna hall and drummer wanda day however Along with Dave being replaced by Dawn Richardson, Hull was replaced by Roger Rocha before the release of their first album. Now, what's interesting about that was that this band started out as an all-female band, and they ended up adding Roger Rocha before the release of their uh, first album, Bigger, Better, Faster. Their only album.
1: Do do you know who the lead lady, Linda Perry, is married to?
0: I know who she used to be married to. Who did she used to be married
1: to? Sarah Gilbert. Now, this says 2018 to present, so. (laughs) Uh,
0: She, I have this on this page. Married 2014, divorced September 2019. Sarah Gilbert actually filed for legal separation in 19 or in uh, 2019. Sorry, I'm reading
1: something completely different about 2018.
0: My bad. Uh, yeah, yeah. Perry uh, Perry is a lesbian. In 1995, she told a journalist from the Advocate, "All my life, I've loved women, and that's it." I've never been any other way. Earlier at the 1994 Billboard Music Awards, she displayed the slang word, word dyke on her guitar. <laughs> Perry was in a relationship with actress Clementine Shepherd Ford from 2009 to 2010. Uh, in 2011, Perry began a relationship with Sarah Gilbert. They announced their engagement in April 2013 and married in 2014. Gilbert gave birth to their son, Rhodes Emilio Gilbert Perry, on February 28, 2015. In December of 2019, Gilbert filed for legal separation.
2: I hate it when I'm right.
0: Uh, Clementine Shepard Ford, uh, is a, was a Canadian actress or wait, no, no, she's from Memphis, Tennessee. She married Canadian actor, Chad Todd Hunter in 2000. Uh, in 2009, she started her relationship with Linda Perry.
2: She is now
0: married to cyrus wilcox so i do believe that would be a uh, bisexual relationship is that what we would call that uh anyways if you don't know who she is she was the computer girl in american pie uh she was the new pope cheerleader in bring it on and uh she played xan in girl trash great flicks all of them fabulous i mean I am telling you, Oscar-winning material there. (sighs) All right. Back to Four Non-Blondes. The song is What's Up.
2: (laughs) Uh, It charted in the U.S. at 14 on the Billboard Hot
0: 100 eh that in the american top 40 it charted at 15 uk it came in two switzerland sweden norway netherlands netherlands dutch lithuania ireland iceland germany europe denmark belgium austria all charted number one with the song nice she's done
1: uh, she has produced and composed songs for some big names um, beautiful by Christina Aguilera. What are you yep. waiting for by Gwen Stefani? Get the party started by pink contributed to albums by Adele, Alicia keys and Courtney love. She's, she's the real deal.
0: Uh, she has worked with Courtney love, Kellis, cheap trick, Ziggy, Marley, Ben Jelson skin, Enrique Iglesias. Just to name a few, so she's been around as a songwriter for quite a long time um, and if you listen to the lyrics to what's up you'll you'll see that she's able to write
2: complex songs uh.
0: The song had its origins well before, non- before non-blondes were formed. Third-Eye Blind frontman Stephen Jenkins recalled sitting in a room with Linda Perry, who was working as a waitress down the street, performing their original compositions to one another. When the two were struggling uh, musicians in San Francisco, the two, the two played each other. Early versions of both Semi-Charmed Kind of Life (laughs) and What's Up, both of which would become massive hits. Apparently,
1: they were going to name that song What's Going On, but there's a pretty popular song from the 70s called What's Going On, so they called it What's Up.
0: Uh, The producer, David Tickle, had no sense of what the song was. I went to the label and said, this song sucks. This is not a song I wrote. Uh, Basically,
2: uh, critics
0: basically said that the song sucked.
1: Um, It's never been one of my favorites. I like uh, it, but it's never been. And it might have been the people that were listening to it and going oh this is the greatest song ever i did not like them so it it could be an association thing i'm not quite sure
0: uh i'm sure it is because i love this song ladies and gentlemen here's four blondes. I have no clue how you could not like this song
1: once again the, the people that were listening to it I didn't like and they played the dog shit out of this on the radio you couldn't get away from the fucking thing so it just got annoying really quick
2: oh
3: We should.
0: voice <laughs> and burke's just staring at me like
1: you know, i'm looking at my phone that's all I, right I've she's it. got a good voice I, I, and and obviously she's got some you know writing chops she's written some songs i really like i just that particular song just you know annoyed the piss out of me for whatever reason so sorry i'm sorry victim of circumstance there
0: all right sir what's your next
1: um, I'll actually tell you the name and the whole thing because I got this long, honking reason behind the song. So in 1984, this German song came out called 99 Luftballons by Nena. We did get an American version. It did not do well. The German version actually charted much better here in the States and worldwide. It has got over 2,890,000 worldwide certified sales on this song. Uh, The English version is not a direct translation of the German original uh, contains lyrics with some different meanings. Um, In West Berlin, Nina's guitarist, his name is Carlo Cardgais, noticed that some balloons were being released as he watched them move towards the horizon. He noticed them shifting and changing shapes where they kind of look like a strange spacecraft referred to in the German lyrics as a UFO. He thought about what might happen if they floated over the Berlin wall into the Soviet sector. Um, The lyrics from the original German version tell a story of 99 balloons are mistaken for UFOs, causing a military general officer to send pilots to investigate. Finding nothing but balloons, the pilots put on a large show of firepower. The display of force worries the nations along the border and the war ministers on each side encouraged conflict to grab power for themselves and in the end the cataclysmic war results from the otherwise harmless flooded balloons and causes devastation on all sides with no victor i, I knew it was about nuclear war i had no idea that was so in depth you know I, and i'm curious now to like read the whole german translation but anyway so maestro please nina with 99 luff balloons Hass! translation of that line there is 99 jet fighters each was a great warrior regarding themselves as captain kirk
0: <laughs> God, to love it
1: i know eh? it's a it's a dark song man and yet we used to dance to it oh yeah 99 years of war left no place for winners war ministers don't exist anymore neither do the jet fighters today I stroll around see the world in ruins i found a balloon i think of you and let it fly that's the ending line, first,
4: first lower line. Für Sieger Kriegsminister gibt's nicht mehr und auf keine düsen Flieger. Heute zieh ich meine Runden seh die Welt in Trümmern liegen. Haben Luftballon gefunden. Denk an dich und lass ihn fliegen.
1: What the prettiest language for a song. <laughs> No. Lassum <laughs> fliegum. Wait, what? Oh, Alrighty then. What do you got next up?
0: Uh, it's
1: like, I don't know. I wasn't ready. thought you were no, going to talk some more. No, I... I Gautier... Yes, Gautier. Gautier? Gautier.
0: Uh, Sounds
2: French.
1: French.
0: Yes, it sounds French, but he's Belgian, I think. Yes, Belgian. Okay, Uh, Lives in Australia now. Uh, Which, if he was Belgian, that would be French. That could be. Oh, yeah, look. It is the French cognate of his Dutch given name. Oh, okay. There you go. Uh Bob, 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 born in born in 1980, what a young bastard.
1: Yeah, we we could be the fathers of half of these people, you realize that, right?
0: Uh, no, Natalie could be my wife. <laughs> I would have no problem with that whatsoever. <laughs> uh. Uh, I'm just going to get into this. I'm not going to talk about this guy a lot. I want to get into it. The song is called Somebody That I Used To Know, uh, featuring, featuring Kimbra on vocals. came out in July of 2011. And it is, let's see here, U.S., are you ready for this?
1: Yeah, the uh the mid-tempo ballad samples Louise Bonfa's instrumental song Seville from a 1967 album. Louise Bonfa plays great songs.
0: All right. US Billboard Hot 100 number 1. US Adult Alternative Songs number 1. US Adult Contemporary number 1. US Adult Top 40 number one u.s alternative airplay number one u.s dance mix number one u.s dance club songs number one u.s hot rock and alternative songs number one u.s mainstream top 40 number one uh it was also number one in venezuela uk sweden slovakia scotland russia Romania, Poland, New Zealand, Netherlands, Mexico, Italy, (laughs) Israel, Ireland, Hungary, Germany, France, Finland, Denmark, Czechoslovakia, and Canada. Also to include Australia and Austria. Nice. Yeah, the song was very well received. I'm just going to play it for you and we're going to get your ass out of (laughs) here.
5: It's a little slow yeah
0: I'm trying to figure out how this hits number one on dance and dance club lists find this as something that i would have heard at thursdays
1: it's not even a good slow dance song
0: no somebody,
1: somebody must have remixed it with edm or something who knows punches in the song. Number three, we got ten minutes. We can do this. All right, yeah. get a little more into the the meat here. Okay, so this is yet another one of those songs from the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack, which I think every single one of the songs on there were one hit wonders, but great, great songs. Uh, Nineteen seventy two, one million two hundred thousand in sales in the seventies. That was a little tougher to do. Um, the song is from looking glass and the name of the song is brandy this is a song let's see barry manilow in 1974 did a song called mandy which was actually a cover of a song originally titled brandy but manilow intentionally changed the title because he didn't want it to be confused with that song um apparently in 1972 in Washington, D.C., there was a radio station, WPGC, AMFM, <laughs> FM, top, leading top 40 station in the country. Um, he got a hold of this song. He put it in a one-hour rotation. So every hour this song was playing at some point on this radio station. Said the switchboards lit up like a Christmas tree. He'd never seen responses like this about a record in his 15 years of radio history. So that's the background of this. So, Looking Glasses, Brandy from 1972.
6: There's a port on a western bay And it serves a hundred ships a day From the sea. Brandy wears a braided chain made of finest silver from the north of
0: Spain. I think I remember this song
1: oh, you like from the radio back in the day. Yeah, oh, yeah, dude, it was everywhere.
6: Came on a summer's day, bringing gifts from far away, but it made it. Clear. they couldn't stay, no horror was his heart, they say, listen, bring me, you're a fine girl, you're a fine what a girl. girl. Age in glory But he had always told the truth Lord, it was an honest man And Brandy does her best To understand <laughs> At night, when the bars close down Brandy walks through a silent town And loves a man who's not around she still can't hear him say She hears him say, Brandy, you're a fine girl What a good wife you would be Such a fine wife my life, my lover, my lady Is the same Brandy, you're a fine girl What a good
5: wife
1: you would be a Apparently a in 2005, a lady named Sarah Borges did a song called "Same Old 45," uh, which actually retells the story from the point of view of Brandy. Which I, and I actually listened to. It, it was kind of didn't sound anything like this song, but it was just kind of an interesting. Oh, yeah, I'm a waitress, and the sailor comes into town, and he leaves me, and it was like it's kind of an interesting song.
0: Yeah, I
7: dig it.
1: I like it. <clears throat> we should probably take a break or you can do now can, we can get No, you got number three in there okay let's do number three for you
0: number three is by a man called falco musician uh born no
1: number three is a no no i just oh you switched it up i
0: changed my list so this one's gonna be number three instead of two and number it, two it, is it. different
1: that's our uh, Number two is different.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh birth name jo- Johann Hosel, uh born in Vienna, Austria, in February nineteenth, nineteen fifty-seven. Unfortunately, uh Tauco died in uh nineteen ninety-eight mm. uh, after a car accident in uh, in a road linking the towns of Villa Liana and Porto Plata in the Dominican Republic
1: I was going to say that sounds like the islands
0: yeah uh, he was driving uh, uh, he was actually he was on his comeback At that point in time, in 1998, he reformed Falco and um, was basically driving from one town to the other when his Mitsubishi Pajero collided with a bus.
1: Yeah. Those little piece of crap cars on islands are not built for safety. No. No, they're built to be small and gas efficient and get you from A to B and don't hit nothing.
0: Now the, the song that we're going to talk about today, the one hit wonder, um, topped the charts. Once again, here's another one that made it to number one on all the charts. Uh, I do believe, I think he was, uh, nominated for a Grammy for this.
1: Hmm. Now he also did the song Der Kommissar."
0: Yes, he did, and Der Kom- this is why this one was a little bit weird for me to put on well, here, it, but Der Komisar did not he, make it He didn't fast. chart with it.
1: Yeah, he didn't chart with it. It was yeah. another band that took it, covered it, and they took it up the charts.
0: So Now, <clears throat> the song that I'm talking about is Rock Me Amadeus, of course. Um, originally recorded in German. Uh, the song is about Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart his popularity, and his debts. A longer version, eight minutes long, called the Solaria mix, appeared... Solaria? Whatever. (laughs) Appeared on the initial U.S. release of the album Falco 3. The song was inspired by the movie Amadeus. The U.S. release did not include an English translation, instead remixing the song as English background voiceovers. Uh, blah blah blah. Um, so here's the interesting part. In this song, he uses different bits uh, of stuff that Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart wrote to add into the song. Interesting. So, uh, shoving were,
1: culture down our throats, whether we like it or not.
0: Exactly. You're gonna get it. The the song's music video mixes elements of Mozart's time with 1980s contemporary society. Uh, it's... I'm just going to play it because Hit it. Hit it. I, I don't have a lot of time here. And here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Here's Reck Me Amadeus by Falco. <laughs> All right, here's Rock Me Amadeus <laughs> by South <Soco. laughs>
1: we, we know what we're doing, really. I swear to God.
8: all
0: right that was the german version
1: (laughs) it is we've got two german artists on here that took their german song to popular in artist i think it's kind of cool it's still german
8: this is the american mix <laughs>
5: Und das No
8: Plastic Money jeder Punk so
0: So what I find interesting about the American edit is that uh there's the mixture of German with English. Uh-huh. So it kind of makes you wonder what the hell he's saying when he's speaking in German.
6: I don't know. <laughs>
1: Remastered for the dance crowd. Say again I said definitely remastered for the dance crowd. Yeah. well I
0: probably so, danced it in the club. Uh. It topped the singles chart on both of the Atlantic. Uh, it was Falco's only number one hit in both the United States and the United Kingdom. Despite the artist's popularity in his native Austria and much of Europe, uh, they did not like "Rock Me Amadeus" all that much in Austria, Germany. Um, funky, funky, very funky. Hey, we gotta take a little break here. Yep, yep. Yeah, we'll be back here shortly. We've got two songs each left. It's going to fly by. I have to be. Bye bye.
8: Didn't we hear this when once?
1: Yep, yes, we did.
0: It's funny. I had that as a bumper be, for. <laughs>
8: If I get drunk Well, I know I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the man who gets strong Next to you And if I hit you Yeah, I know I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the man who's fevering to you But I will walk by ¡Gracias!
1: This guy could have been on the list because he was he was solo and had uh one hit, he was with bad English and had one hit. But he's had so many hits, I was like, No,
0: it doesn't count. It'd be hard, it'd be hard. John Waits, somebody that ah, that'd be hard. (laughs) I should have done John Zakata, but (laughs) who knows. I mean, there's so many that it's hard to choose them all. All right, sir, what's your next? This is a song
1: from 1972. I remember when this song was out on the radio. Um, and I kind of found it again later in life and realized, man, this is just such a soulful and kind of intense song. Uh one million two hundred thousand in sales. This is written by a couple of guys, Kenny Gamble and Leon Huff, and when they were were talking about getting interviews about this song, they said the song alludes to an affair. It doesn't say that it's an affair. It just appeared that they were having an affair. Huff and I used to go down this little cafe that was downstairs from our office, and as a songwriter, you're always watching and looking at everything. Everything you do, everything people say, what they do can potentially be a song for you. So in a couple of days, we used to watch this guy come into the cafe. He would sit down in a certain booth. And then maybe 15 or 20 minutes later, a young lady would come in. And they would play certain songs on the jukebox, sit there, maybe have a drink, or whatever the case may be. And then they would leave. And then the next day, he would come in again and again. And and Huff and I would say, hey, this guy was here yesterday. And that girl, that's the same girl we thought yeah it's me and mrs jones we got a thing going on went upstairs and started writing the song so this is billy paul from 1972 with me and mrs jones
10: we meet every day at the same cafe 6.30 and no one knows she'll be there Holding hands, making all kinds of plans While the jukebox play a fade. be extra careful that we don't build our hopes up too high cuz she's got her own obligations and so and so you are This is joy. This is joy. This is joy. We got our thing going on. We both know that it's wrong, but it's much too strong to let it go. Well, it's time for us To be leaving It hurts so much It hurts so much Inside Now she'll go her way And I'll go mine Tomorrow meet and talk with you at the same place the same cafe the same time and we're gonna hold hands like we used to we're gonna talk it over talking it over we know they know
1: and you know and i know that it was wrong billy paul won the uh, grammy for this song the uh, single went platinum the album went gold Kicked off uh, I Am Woman by Helen Reddy and replaced Carly Simon's You're So Vain on the charts. Yeah, it was a big song back in the day.
0: Yeah, mm. I love it. <laughs>
1: All, right. All right, man. We're getting so close here, man. Number two.
0: Yeah, which one is it? Rick has no clue what it is. Uh, <laughs> Written by a lady who comes from... Coventry Myers was born in Coventry to Ohio
1: or England England okay
0: to a Jamaican father and English mother before commencing her career in music Myers was a nurse and insurance agent she was discovered in a club by record producer Peter Harris soon after their first meeting Myers began began writing material for her debut album growing pains the album was produced by desmond child the first single from the album became a top 20 hit the song is called kiss the rain she was given a brit award nomination in 1999 for best female vocal artist uh, along or alongside Billy Piper. Hmm. Uh, they both lost. She has spoken about her bisexuality and difficulties of not being gay enough. On 11 October 2009, Meyer sang America the Beautiful before a crowd of LGBTQ people. And they allies at the National Equality March in Washington, D.C. In introducing the song, she criticized Barack Obama for failing to mention marriage equality in the battle to ban safe sex marriages in Maine during his speech the previous night. Myers has been an outspoken person publicly talking about living with depression. As well as being an ambassador for the Jed Foundation, Myers gave her support to the Mindful Initiative that aims to support young people dealing with mental health issues. Um, Billy Myers, Kiss the Rain. What can I say about this? I have this song programmed into my radio in my car. And it is the song that I listen to, Going to Work. It is the song I listen to, Coming Back from Work. And if it takes me longer than the song, I replay it. (laughs) Uh, I've played it on the show many a times, ladies and gentlemen. Here's Billy Myers' Kiss the Rain.
7: Hey Amen.
1: gonna be a dick for just a half a second here honestly yeah here we, honestly, go. Here I, we no. go i honestly just hearing that song and you telling me it's billy somebody i honestly thought i was a dude singing it originally
0: uh, well she's half a dude i,
1: <sighs> I just, just yeah you know, i mean you know you listen to love shack and you think that could be a girl singing that song <laughs> um, <laughs> oh
0: god i love that song
1: I know you do. You played a lot. Um, Yeah.
2: What's that one?
1: Uh, Kendrick, why do you always want petted when I'm doing work on the computer?
0: Ooh, what the hell is that?
1: I don't know. What are you doing?
0: Uh, Something just started playing. I have no clue what it is. (laughs) Kill it! Kill it! Oh, that's uh, Enigma. Uh, yeah. Return to Innocence.
1: Did YouTube just keep playing? Yeah.
0: I love me some YouTube. All right, sir. What's your uh, last one? Last one. I number one.
1: I can't believe we got here. It's been a long show. I know. One million five hundred seventy-five thousand certified sales worldwide. 1979 song, a gentleman by the name of Doug Feiger. He was 25 years old when he met a girl, a 17 year old girl named Sharona Alperin, who inspired a two month long run of songwriting as well as eventually becoming his girlfriend for the next four years. The cover art for the single of My Sharona actually features al perrin posing in a revealing tank top and tight jeans if you look at the picture behind me that would be sharona (laughs) they were engaged yeah i know right uh they were engaged at one point but they never married um she went into real estate i believe um in a 2005 interview uh figer said that they had remained great friends Uh, She would visit him frequently uh, as Figer was dying of cancer. Al Perrin went on to have a successful career as a realtor in Los Angeles. Uh, He acknowledged that the song's Tom Tom drum rhythm is just a rewrite of Going to a Go-Go from Smokey Robinson and the Miracles from 1965. Um, This may be one of the greatest one-hit wonders of all time. This is The Knack with My Sharona. drums great guitar solo uh so this lead singer guy apparently his brother was jeffrey feiger who represented jack kevorkian in in court the guy who did the assisted suicide cases oh my god okay and don't ever read the lyrics to the song just just don't you you Um, just listen to the music and enjoy it and then have a nice day that's it (laughs) Now, Good Girls Don't came out. When it was another song off that album, which it had a little bit of popularity, but nothing like this song. So that would be my number one.
0: All right. My number one comes all the way from the year 1967. Damn. I didn't realize that when I started, <laughs> when I put this <laughs> on the list, I was like, because like the, that's
1: that's not even any of the songs that you got up there. I'm, I'm I'm proud of you.
0: The oh well it is one of the songs that's up there.
1: Oh yes, you are correct. I uh, yes, I do know that cuz I used to listen to the original.
0: Um so the original of this song, which I'm going to play you a little bit of right here, was written by Tommy James and the Shondells. Yes this is I think we're alone now
1: and
8: watch how you play.
0: So this song was written in April, or it was recorded in 1966, it was released in 1967. It was a major hit for the group, reaching number four on the Hot 100 list. Mm -hmm. It finished at number 12 on Billboard magazine's year-end singles charts for 1967. The song has been covered several times, including lean Lovitch's version in 1978. Uh, he recorded a cover of the version, and it was released uh, at, on the B-side of her hit song, Lucky Number. <laughs> the next person to cover it is the one that I'm going to talk about. Her name is Tiffany Darvish. And Tiffany Darvish uh, became famous not just for this song, but she became famous because in the 80s, she was known for what? Do, do you know, Burke? Yeah, singing in malls. Exactly. <laughs> I saw her at Summit Mall. I mean Summit. No Mall. way! So, yes, <laughs>
1: that's
0: awesome. I saw her at Summit Mall. Uh
1: it's how she gained traction originally.
0: It it really was how she gained traction. Now, she heard the song by Tommy James and the Shondells, and fell in love with it. As a matter of
1: fact, the video for this was actually filmed in shopping malls in Utah and the UK.
0: Correct. Uh, She was born October 2nd, 1971 in Los Angeles. Uh, She was born to Janie Wilson and James Robert Darwish, who divorced when she was 14 months old. (laughs) Beat me on my divorce. My daughter was two. Uh, musical career, Tiffany debuted with country music singer, Jack Reeves at a country Western venue. That was how she started. Uh, she started off with country music. Uh, her publicist was the one that came up with the idea to start playing in malls.
1: Yeah, There's no YouTube back then. if you wanted to get out there, that was one kind of organic way of doing it i guess
0: um she uh She actually made a demo tape and appeared on Star Search in nineteen eighty five where she finished in second place overall.
1: Doesn't it seem like every time those shows come on, the second place people are the
0: ones that go on to do the most. Yes, totally. Uh, she has had since then a real extensive film career. Uh 19- nineteen and, and
1: one notable photo shoot.
0: <clears throat> yeah, we'll talk about that.
1: <laughs>
0: well, we're we're not going to talk about that because I'm not going to post those. Um, but it. She looks fabulous. That's all she, I have she, to say. She, looks she fabulous. looked great.
1: Two thousand and two, man, she looked great.
0: Nineteen ninety, she was in the Jetson movie playing Judy Jetson. There was a Jetson movie. Yes. Uh, she was Alrighty. also. She was also in the movie Out of This World, an American fantasy sitcom. Well, it, that was a TV show, wasn't it? Yes, Out of This yeah, World. Yeah. She played Tiffany in episode one. Uh, She was on That 80s Show as Candy.
1: Oh, God, that's right. I forgot about that.
0: She was in Death in Texas as the National Anthem Singer, How I Met Your Mother as one of the Catholic (laughs) schoolgirls. She was on The Young and the Restless as a Christmas caroler. Uh, Necrosis. She played Barbara. Mega Piranha. Mega (laughs) Python and robot chicken. God, I don't love this girl. Uh anyways, this is Tiffany's version of I think we're
2: alone now.
1: got a great voice and you got to remember this was way before auto-tune
0: hugely before auto-tune
1: did did you ever see the 2019 remake re-recording of that it's like a lot more rock and roll no they're pulling up on youtube but put in i think we're alone now 2019 Grab that link. There's a link there in chat if you want the uh, studio version. Not bad for live though, you gotta admit. Not bad.
11: Oh, this
0: is the uh, re recorded version. version. Yeah.
1: It's a little crunchier. Yeah, a little updated. Because that first one was like. It was pop. so
0: heavily 85. Yeah, it was so pop. <laughs>
5: I got it.
11: Here's think, here's what I'll say feel-
0: about the newer version. Uh-huh. This would be easier for me to light than the old version.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. It is more hate-
0: it is more defined with the beat. And I mean it's crunchy. I get yeah. into this. What were you going to say?
1: I honestly think if if like one of the girls from Heart got sick, she could have filled in on tour for them.
0: Oh, hell yeah.
1: I mean, she's got that, that sound. To, yeah, she's got a great voice. Tell you what, she's our
0: age. I know. And
1: <laughs> she's got uh, one kid, if not more. I can't remember.
0: I mean, she's still smoking hot in this video. Uh, the, the concert version that I played, I actually showed Burke the concert that was happening. That
1: was Debbie Gibson on stage with her.
0: No, that was her by herself. There was
1: a girl in the background. Cause there was something about, they went on tour with Debbie Gibson, a whole mess of people. And...
0: Let me see. I can open it back up.
1: 2019. Hang she on. released an updated version of her hit that featured a rock and roll arrangement. Uh the mixtape tour commenced in Cincinnati, Ohio. Other performers on this tour included Salt and Peppa, Debbie Gibson, Naughty by Nature, and New Kids on the Block being billed as the heading performers. That might have been Debbie on stage at one point.
0: My God, I love the. Uh... we're gonna, we're going to go to this and we're going to see if that is Debbie Gibson
1: Maybe I just saw somebody on the big screen back there. I don't know.
0: Well, they were showing videos of her at a young age. Hey, all, you all. all right. You see this circle right here? Yeah. That is a sure extended antenna, which is probably picking up the microphone that she's singing on.
1: I was seeing stuff. <laughs> uh oh, time to take the meat. Mm-hmm. And with that, we got to get out of here. Thank you for sticking with us through this long but really enjoyable walk through music
0: history. Almost eight hours. Eh, I, I, you I don't like know. what you like. I don't know how we do this. Um. Yeah, I don't know.
10: <laughs>
0: so, on top of you guys getting cover songs last week, guess what? You're gonna You're get getting f- more <laughs> freaking two weeks of uh I thought there was something in between. Uh let's see here.
1: But I could be wrong.
0: No, you might
1: be right. The food, 10 foods you refused to try. Is that what
0: we did? Uh, when was that? That would have been,
1: I know it's not been posted, so it's gotta be in there somewhere.
0: <clears throat> oh, we have our putting base she was helping set
1: up and you know, she was, she was, the, oh, that's right. Yeah. Alrighty, so it won't be a musical overload.
0: We have, uh, what's this one? He stated the line, we have met the enemy and they are ours. Oh, That's sh- put in bay That's put in bay as well. Did we do two days in a row? We Yeah, probably. We did 25th and 26th. Uh, what did we do on the 18th? monkeys so we still have the monkeys coming up poor burke's sitting there going what the hell are we really gonna do this right now and Dewey's sausage has poached boiled and smoked oh we have things that you will never eat again <laughs> yes <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have a few things coming up people um that i i just have to i am gonna sit down and edit tomorrow and actually uh try to um get the website updated try try try
1: Already, kids i gotta what get out of here, here man
0: uh Thank you all for coming. Remember Davis and Davis The
1: Davis, and Davis for your merchandise needs.
0: We'll be here again someday.
1: We'll see you then.